All right, guys, you know that this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Happiest. Happiest is your number one place to go for premium CBD products at a fraction of the cost. This is perfect for any first-time user and for the veteran user. There's no THC. It's locally sourced and third-party tested, so you don't have to worry about paying for any fancy celebrities or a drug test. These guys have something for everybody, and I personally enjoy their products. In fact, my favorite one's the Sleep Aid, so go check them out, happiestmed.com. H-E-P-I-U-S-M-E-D.com right in time for the holiday seasons. Again, go check them out, happiestmed.com and have fun. Okay, guys, it's time for me to introduce my next guest. But before I do, I wanted to make sure you guys are following my Facebook group, uh, The Thinking Project Group, and also following me on Instagram at Dalton K. Jensen. And if you're listening to this on Apple or your iPhone, uh, please consider leaving me a review and subscribing to the podcast. That would mean a ton to me, especially a written review that helps me out a ton. Um, Also, don't forget uh, to go check out a few of uh, the other podcasts out there. I was on a few uh, that you got to make sure you check out the 27th hour podcast, the other side of the beehive. I've been on top shelfers, damage plan, MMA uh, podcast, and uh, that mom show. I've been on quite a few um, because I just love this community. I love what we're doing here in Utah. And there's a lot of people who are, you know, slept on because we're in Utah, but there's a lot of great content out there. There's a lot of amazing things. A huge shout out to Dre Rocca from the unrestricted podcast. He's been a huge influence on this show and, uh, in my, in my upbringing in the podcast community. So make sure you check out his podcast. But today I had the pleasure of interviewing, uh, James Kieran, uh, artist known as JTM, but he's also the owner of whistle pitch. And we got to talk about his new company, a little bit about his, you know, his life and what, uh, made him start that company a little bit about his music career. So, uh, I really enjoyed this episode and I think you guys will too. So tune in and please welcome JTM. Welcome, everybody. This is Don Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. Well, we're rolling, bro. We're rolling. Let's roll. <laughs> Thanks for being here, bro. So, JTM, um, you're, you got a lot going on right now. You got some music dropping. You got, you're running a business, Whistle Pitch. Did you, now, did you create that? Like started it up and everything. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I am. I didn't do it alone. I have sure. like a partner who um, does ninety nine percent of the development. His name's Jay Lyons, um, and it's you know I think definitely we work together. Um, but yeah, I am the CEO of Whistle Pitch. That's pretty sweet. So. Um, you- you had posted something on Instagram that was like, does anybody know any like door to door people? And I have a few friends that I've told about it so far, but where did you come up with the idea? Like, how did you get involved with door to door, the door to door industry? So it's not really necessarily a door to door, like specific tool. Okay. Um, it's, it's like multifaceted, but it, I, I believe it, it's like, could be a huge recruiting tool. And also, um, just networking in general. So I wanted to kind of throw it out there, pitch some door to door guys. And actually everyone I've pitched except for one is like, this is awesome. So I, 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 I was correct, but we have a lot of different customers. we like, we have tech companies that use us. Oh, we have right um, solar companies that use us. We have individual sales reps that use us. Um, 
essentially what it is, whistle pitch allows you to um, put together a slideshow presentation, usually with video, um, to pitch whatever you want. And then we can we can send that out, whether manually or in an automated fashion to whoever you oh. want through text. Um, and we can track their engagement with your pitch and then notify the appropriate person based on what you want. So, for example, some people want that are like, hey, if anyone just watches this slide or this pitch, I want to know about it. Um, if somebody you know, watches for 20 seconds and answers this way and behaves in this way, I want to trigger. Basically, we give you all the analytics. We, aut- we can send out and automate your pitches, and then we give you the analytics on how it's being uh, consumed to kind of help you understand how interested this person is and who to really follow up with. Yeah, that's sick, man. And and that you can track the analytics and the engagement is huge for companies, uh, especially like how, so like how many times it's read and, and things like that. How many, yeah, how many times it's watched, read, wow. consumed, shared, like we, yeah. we're, we're oh, monitoring cool. all, all, the, all those things, um, which all is valuable information. Most, a lot of times, like if you're yeah. recruiting someone, you're texting, you're emailing, you're sending them things, YouTube videos, you don't know if it's being watched, you don't know if it's, for sure. Uh, it, you know, what's happening with the content that you're sending out. We yeah. tell you d- down to every little minute detail what's happening. And on top of that, uh, we can send you notifications when something's happening. So you can follow up at the exact right time. Wow. I feel like that'd be a, that would be a pretty cool market with that. And like, uh, um, especially like retail sales. So like in my mind, I'm thinking of like, I used to be in the car business for a long time mm-hmm. and like sending customers videos was a huge thing, but it was very cumbersome. Like, you know, Hey, I'd want to, you know, this is Dalton wanted to say, hi, thanks for coming in. Right. Like this is, but if you can automate that, dude, there's a big market for yeah. that in a lot of like retail sales environments. That's yeah, insane. I'm, I'm down to, I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> trying to figure out what is like the wide open sea. That's just like, Hey, nobody's heard of something like this and like come on, come on and just easy to sign up. I'm actually feeling like the networking recruiting side of things uh, is actually that open sea. That's um, but yeah, I'm down to explore retail. I'm down to explore <laughs> car dealerships. I'm just, I'm here yeah. to make money, bro. So <laughs> whoever wants to pay me for what I built, I'm down to give it to them. That's right. That's right, bro. That's, that's way sick to hear. Um, so did you, so how did you get into it? How, where did the idea come from? So I, I, uh, a couple of years ago, um, I built an app that was only in Utah. Um, I was the CEO of a company called Grub Pass. Okay. Um, and it was a company that at the time, um, and now it's become Pass 360 and, and all sorts of stuff. But at the time, um, it, it was $5 a month and it was supposed to give you $5 off every time you went into a restaurant. But you had to go use it during their downtimes. <laughs> Oh, okay. So it would bring in traffic when somebody uh, during a restaurant's downtimes, and then uh, in turn, um, uh, you know, would help people get cheaper meals. So um, essentially, uh, what the bottleneck that we had with scaling on that side of things was okay. Like I would go onboard a new restaurant to the, the app, and I would train like the manager, the owner couple people 
And they'd be like, cool, we'll let everyone else know. And then I would leave thumbs up, right? But we have paying customers paying us $5 a month and they would go in with GrubPass, show them. And then the new cashier wouldn't know what the heck it was, right? So I had to, and I tried to find something. I was like, I need to be able to send out a pitch or, you know, or, or something explaining a training saying, this is the, this is the training, like, and then also ensure that they'd watched it and, uh, you know, and understood. So I built a software to kind of monitor the analytic and get the analytics and monitor to make sure that someone had done what I wanted them to do or watch what I wanted them to watch. And then I kind of, I mean, there's been several iterations from there, but that, you know, whistle pitch was born. That's sweet, man. Well, that I, that's I, what I feel like a lot of like these amazing startups and these amazing companies come from. Like they come from this, like trying to solve like an internal problem with what they're doing mm-hmm. and, uh, and just trying yeah. to find an easier way to get it done, dude. That's sick. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not an easy road, but we're, you know, we're, we're, yeah. at, we're at where we're at. There you go, man. That's sweet. So that's what brought you into like the software world. Have you always been like in the software world or did you ever no. think that you were going to get there? So I can't, I, I went on a mission for my church in 2000. I got, I got back in 2011. Oh, okay. I worked for Vivint inside sales. I was their number one sales rep for, for 10 months in a row. I had a, my roommate um, was the BYU, like he won the BYU business playing competition that year. And he recruited me to start another business, which is now Um, sticker.co. So I was the the founder of that business. So I mean, from the, I'm 34 now from the age of 27, at least to 34, I've been in software. Um, So yeah, I mean, he, 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 he's really my mentor in the game. Like he's, what I do know is because of him. Um, and then I've kind of run from there building some other companies, but, um, yeah, I'm, that's sweet. Yeah. That's sick, man. So, um, if, if you don't mind, where did you serve your mission? Cause I also served one. Yeah. Oh yeah. I served. So I served in two different places. I started my mission in Rostov, Russia, Oh, wow. Uh, That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And then I, I, that was for the first, so so I was in the MTC for, um, two transfers, which is for people who aren't members of the church that six weeks, I did a transfer. Um, and then, uh, I was in the, um, in, uh, Rostov for two transfers. So that's six months total. And then I finished my mission, Russian speaking, opening up the Russian work in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, that's sweet. So man. I got called, I got called to, to build a Russian branch around Seattle. Oh, um, wow. In the, and specifically the Washington Everett mission. That's awesome. You know what though? Surprisingly enough, like there are quite a few Russians like in the Portland, Oregon area and like up there in the Pacific Northwest. There, There's a lot of, yeah, a lot of Ukrainians, a lot of Russian yep. speakers. They, yep. They're all there. Yeah, I actually had, so I lived in Portland for a while and I actually had the weirdest experience one time when I was riding through the, the buses. Um, for some reason, I had hopped on the wrong bus in Portland and there's like a Russian, there's like a Russia town in Portland. So like you're, oh, cool. you're riding, yeah, you're riding down the, the bus. It's like English, 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 and then boom, everything's in Russian. And it was like the, one of the coolest things. And it's cool because like my dad is Russian. So oh, really? Like, Do you speak yeah. Russian? I wish. You, you going to tutor me? Cause I would pay somebody <laughs> to do that, man. 
bro, you don't want to, you need to go to Duolingo or something like that. Um, honestly, to be honest with you, if I didn't live in Russia, I don't think I would ever, because I grew up in Russia. So I'd like, I oh, wow. I, I would never like know Russian. I, I honestly, to this day, I'm like, how do I know this language? I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> you lived there for a little bit. Yeah, I went to middle school there and then I graduated high school in a country called Uzbekistan. Okay. which is a for, former Soviet Union country. So they yeah. all speak Russian. Wow, dude, that's awesome. How did you end up in Russia? My mom's a U.S. diplomat. So we oh, moved about wow. every three three to four years. So I, so I went to elementary school in, in China and in Taiwan. And, wow, and yeah. that's awesome, dude. <laughs> Holy cow. Well, it's funny because it's funny that you brought that up because I actually, so I'm from Iowa, but I served my mission in uh, the Utah St. George mission. Mm. And, uh, in, and I was like there from like 2013 to 2015. Um, and, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like I, I always got heat for going to Utah, but I don't know. I served on all the college campuses, so I had a blast. Like, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah my, some of my favorite, I, I served in a YSA for a little bit while I was in Washington. That was a good times. Yeah, man, that's sweet. But you're so along with like being an entrepreneur and a business owner, you're also a musician. You go by G JTM. How long have you been doing music? I for? mean, so I mean, I wouldn't call myself a musician. You know okay. what I mean? Like I, 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 I don't like to identify as a musician. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, I have made music. It's a very small hobby. Like it's a very small part of my life. Okay. That's pretty sweet though. I, I mean, I like a lot of your songs. I, I was listening to, I was listening to your stuff like long, a long time ago. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I appreciate that. I just, it's like, yeah. Tell me uh, how you feel. Yeah. Tell, tell us a story. Come on. <laughs> I mean, there's no story. I mean, oh, yeah, essentially yeah, yeah. it's just a, it's just, it's like, how do I say this? I, I feel like it's a misrepresentation of who I am. Okay. I, I, to, to, to for me to identify for someone to be like, yo, you're a musician. I feel like it completely overshadows every part of my life when it's actually a very small part of my life. Oh, wow. Like it, okay. yeah. Like it, cool. Did you have a, do you have a hobby? Yeah, I do. Yeah. One of what my favorite, you? my, one of my favorite hobbies is wrestling and I still do it today. Okay. What if someone came up to you and was like, bro, what's up? What's good? This is Dalton. He's a he, Dalton, the wrestler, dude. I love watching you wrestle, man. That's a big, it, like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, it's, this is Dalton. You're a wrestler. Right. And you're yeah, like, well, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I wrestle sometimes, you know, like, yeah, I mean, how often point. are you wrestling? Yeah. Good point. Yeah. I, I mean, and certainly, uh, I don't wrestle enough for somebody to be like, yeah, he's a, he's a wrestler. Come out here and show us something. Yeah, like like yeah, if somebody, not. if some, for some reason you put a, someone put a video of you wrestling on YouTube and then it blew up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like you, you wrestled, you've wrestled. Yeah. But are yeah. you a wrestler? Is that your identity? Right, right. No, 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 no. Because I, I feel the same there, way like you, you know? Yeah. There are people who want to be musicians. There are people who, but the thing is in our society, we, you know, like the, the, the thing like music, like people assume that if you had any success in music, that's who you are. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or that that's what you are. But like, I, I, I argue that like my success in business complete, like for me is completely 
overshadows um, whatever you, you think about in music to the point where like I get, I feel negative when people are like, only see me for music. I'm like, yo, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you're, you've got a lot more. Yeah, you got a lot more going yeah. on. Well, certainly, like, uh, I mean, that was one of the reasons. So the biggest reason I wanted to have you on was because I interview small business owners and like these creatives in Utah who have like these really good ideas going. Um, and and I help them like I help them get with a platform to like share their business stuff, because I feel like that's a that's a really kind of like you said, underserved community because like people with small businesses put their heart and their soul and their lives into these things, you know, and it's, and it's a lot of like what they do. And, um, you know, being like a small business owner or an entrepreneur, like even in this fad that we have going on, like in our society right now, of like entrepreneur and like hustle, uh, culture and stuff like that. Like, it's still like when you tell your friends you're a small business owner uh, and they can buy from you, they'll still go buy on Amazon or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. <laughs> or they'll go to one of these big companies. And I'm like, dude, I was right here, man. What are you talking about? Like, and you knew I was right here. Cause I called you that other day. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Like, like I've been yeah. asking you to buy this for, <laughs> for a year. Like, <laughs> you know, it exists. Yeah, man. Um, so I, so I appreciate that. I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, I, I do make music, um, for me, um, a lot of people like to chase fame, like for example, like chase, like recognition from, uh, yeah, I, I think, yeah. I think for me, like we, we, I actually make most of my money on music from sinks. Oh, so, which is, um, the term sync is when somebody like a movie or, uh, a business you buys your licenses, your song pays you to use your song in their mm content or their commercial or whatever they're doing. Oh, wow. Um, That's and cool. that a lot of, a lot of musicians actually are very ignorant to the fact that how big that industry is and how hard it is to become famous and to build a fan base. It's much easier. If you can make commercial music, it's much easier to make money with, through, through this, these licensing deals. If you can, mm -hmm. if you can build the right relationships and partnerships. So, um, for me, it's all just a business. Honestly, it's not like That's I don't cool. I, like I'm, I'm making commercial music. Uh, I mean, there was a time where I think I would, I, I put my heart into some of the creativity, but um, like that doesn't really pay off and who cares if nobody really cares. So like I'm here to, I'm just here to make that money. <laughs> yeah. You're just here to get it however you can, man. Just like the rest of yeah. us, bro. <laughs> That's interesting, though, that, that a lot of your money comes from like people li like buying the license and using it. Like I'd never yeah. really thought of that as being like a big like a big part of the, the music industry. Yeah, that's pretty the cool. Show, I would say shows probably are the like um, if you if you ha have a fan base again, it's really yeah. hard to build a fan base. Most. Yeah. yeah. That's why I don't like to identify as a musician because when people think of musicians, especially at a local level, because I never made it to anywhere past local. So like a local level musician is very, like people think of broke, like struggling, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm yeah, like, no, that's yeah. not me. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Good for I'm, you, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to be a musician. Okay. I'm, it's a small yeah. hobby. Yeah. Dalton wrestles. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> good for no, you, man. That's right. Anyway, yeah, no, you're true. It's true, man. There's I haven't released anything in forever. I don't even know. I've made I've I've made um a few albums and we have like 20 singles and Brandon's oh. going to be, re- be releasing Brandon's my manager, the one you were in contact, he's going to be releasing yeah. them, um, to my fan, my current fan base, which is, um, 45 year old white moms that live in <laughs> high populated Mormon towns oh, and their, and, and their children under five. Those are, th- those are my fans. <laughs> those are literally my fans. <laughs> those are jtm fans and honestly it is oh, not no. motivating in any way to to build a fan base when that is it i'm like yo yeah i'm i'm basically just the yeah i don't even know what to compare myself to well, i'm a, that, I'm, a well, I'm a joke when it comes right. to fans but but you know what? i don't I'm getting think so my, my i'm 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 getting my sink money hey so. I guess, I guess if you're happy with the money and you're happy with what's going on, I mean, you know what I mean? I guess. It, and you got other stuff going on that makes you happy, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we don't, I mean, we don't have yeah. to get into all that, but anyway, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. We're, we're, if we're talking about business. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Going on, yeah. And you know, so, I keep it clean. So, so the white moms in Alpine <laughs> can, can dance with their three-year-olds. <laughs> that's what i'm here for all right dude it's well a super, and, it's a super niche it's a super niche <laughs> well and to make and to make badass uh software to help out local businesses spread their oh, message yeah. that i'm all about that that's what that's what's whistle up whistle pitch whistle pitch baby whistle pitch well and the other stuff you got going on so let me ask you a question like um when you were growing up when you had all when you were when you were a kid like did you think you were going to be like a business owner and and think you were going to create like be a creative like this um did i think i was going to be a business owner yeah no but was I always attracted to entrepreneurship? Yes. Okay. Um, my first, uh, my first, um, my, uh, like introduction into entrepreneurship was actually selling weed, um, (laughs) in high school. (laughs) And I, I, uh, I did that for about, um, like a couple weeks and then I got jumped and I was like, oh, I'm not, oh, I'm not selling, I'm not selling <laughs> weed anymore. I'm done with that. So then after that, I used to, I'm, I'm old enough that, that like, for, like CDs were still a thing. Oh, so yeah. I yeah, would, I had a friend that had a CD burner and there was a whole market in my high school of, of people buying the CD. If you could get the CD before it came out, they would come buy it from you oh, for yeah, five to yeah. 10 bucks. And I would literally, he, I had, he was my manufacturer I, I took the orders and I was the distribution and like I would buy it wholesale from him for like two bucks and then I would flip them for 10 bucks and I just had orders all the time and and no it was kidding. the whole thing. Dude, yeah. that's, the, that's the bomb, bro. Good for you. Then when I, then when I got to um, college, I remember there was this kid um, who would throw parties. He would throw parties in, in college and I remember standing there one day and just like, him, he, he, I didn't even ask him because I didn't even think about it. But he started telling me about, he was just like, this is how I did it. He was like, I got a sponsor to pay for the, the, this, this, and this. 
And then I, I rented this for this much. And then these people each paid five bucks a head. There's a thousand people here. And I started doing the math. I was like, yo, I could do that. And then I started throwing parties and, and, and making money that way. So, I mean, I've, I've always been on, you know, and then I did sales, which I mean, was basically working for yourself, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Like, um, yeah, it's like running your own business for sure. Yeah. So, and then, so I basically, I mean, I've had success. I've had a lot of failures, but I think, I I think, um, what I'm addicted to is, um, making it myself, doing it on my own and, and, uh, and being my own boss and whether I'm failing or succeeding, I I'm doing, I'm, I'm, you know, it's my own journey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's the beautiful thing about like being like a business owner or an entrepreneur is like, uh, cause I go through that too. Like I'd rather be failing and doing my own thing and doing what I, what I need to do and what I want to do than be like, you know, super successful working for someone else. Cause it's never fun like that. Cause I've yeah. like, I'm sure you have, but I've also had like personally, uh, it had it both ways and I would much rather do what I, what I like doing and, and work for me any day of the I, week. I will say though, yeah, like I, again, yes, but definitely I would be lying if at least like three or four times a week, um, I didn't say to myself, like, you know, like you could probably get a job that pays really well. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and you don't have to like, <laughs> yeah, and you, yeah, like worry about, you know, anything, you know, instead of, yeah. thing. and you know, but then I, I'm like, I could. But then like I'm, ch- I'm chasing this dream and anyway, so, yeah, um, yeah. so it isn't easy. And I definitely do think about the opportunity cost of the dream chasing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not easy. I, I listened to a podcast the other day of, of the guy, uh, who built Kodiak cakes. Oh, wow. Like 15 years. He's a, he's actually from Utah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he went on a mission. Like he's a member of the same church as I'm assuming us. And yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and he just, it was, it was like a 15 year grind until he was like, yeah, dude. really re- actually successful. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, yeah. um, I'm like, and, and he, <laughs> like, I'm, I don't even have a, I don't even have a girlfriend. You know, he was out here with mouths to feed, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh, well, that story reminds me of, uh, I, t- I got to talk to on this podcast, I got to talk to Kimo Mack, who's the owner of Mobetta, the co-founder of Mobetta, cool. he, the, the restaurant here. Yeah. His, same thing. He took some gnarly like leaps, uh, to start up Mobetta's. And I was like, dude, like, would I be able to do that? Like what he did? And I was like, ah, probably not. Like he sold his house in Hawaii, moved to Bountiful, used the equity to like buy his first <laughs> Mobetta. And then like, like in, in the middle of 08. And then like two months later, the crash happened and he's like, well, all my money's in here. Like we better just keep rolling. <laughs> I was like, oh, geez. Dude. Yeah, man. You're, it's a gamble, man. It's a, it's a whole gamble. That's crazy. But you know what though? <clears throat> it's gambling on yourself and it's like, it's betting on yourself and at least you can control that. Right. Cause like, as, we, as we've seen like this past week, I don't know if you've been keeping up with it, but this past weekend in the stock market, like it's anybody's game, bro. Yeah. You know and I'm also saying? I should have bought Dodgecoin. I'm so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I bought Dodgecoin like as a joke, like a while ago, like two years ago, it was just like a joke. I was like, Oh, cryptocurrency. I'm just, I, didn't, I couldn't afford Bitcoin. Cause I'm like, not a Bitcoin guy. Yeah. Um, so I bought Dodgecoin and I didn't buy enough of it to make a difference though. Cause like, you know, <laughs> how much did you buy? Cause it was like less than a penny. 
It was less than a penny. Really? So so I bought, like when I bought, it was like, dude, my average, like on Robinhood was like $0.008. And so I bought like a thousand shares because it was like five bucks. And my, I knew my wife wouldn't kill me if I spent, if I only spent five bucks. But what's that five bucks worth right now? Uh, Yeah, dude, it's worth almost a hundred. Dang. You know what I mean? It's like 20 X. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's been a, it's been a lot of fun. Like, you know, cause I, that's why I bought Robinhood. I was like, I, you can just fraction buy fractional shares and just mess around. Yeah. And that's all I wanted to do. Cause I got my degree in accounting, but I'd never wanted to be like a stock guy. I was like, nah, I don't really care about finance stuff like that. I was more, I was got like it. highly interested in small businesses. So I found a mentor who was like, Oh yeah. You know, instead of, um, investing in the stock market. Why don't you go find business owners who need a small loan and help them run their business? And I was like, hmm, okay. So it worked out cool. a couple of times. <laughs> you know what awesome, I'm saying? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That's, so it, that's really cool. It totally, yeah, man. It's been fun, dude. It, and like I get to, and then I started this to like talk to small business owners and get to talk to like some really cool people like yourself. And, um, but let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Did you have any, um, like, did you have any anybody that you looked up to in business? I mean, I mean, you mentioned a mentor before, but anybody else that like really like that you follow their stuff and uh, or you call like when you when you go when you're getting ready? No, but I need to get one. Honestly, <laughs> I feel this, dude. I feel the same way. I, I mean, I called. I still call the like. What's really interesting is the co co-founder that I looked up to, who kind of mentored me. Yeah, um, his name is Brad. And he, I mean, he's actually the the first investor, angel investor in uh, Whistlepitch. So, oh, wow. so he's also invested in Whistlepitch's success, and I definitely call him. And um, and and uh, you know, he we we go back and forth about sticker because I'm probably the only person that really understands all of that. But yeah, um, yeah, like the answer is. Um, yeah, like he, I, he's like more of a buddy. I mean, like we're sure. we're the exact same age. Sure. Like you know, like who knows? I I, I definitely like, like asking questions. But if anyone's yeah. listening, that would like to be my mentor, <laughs> I would like, I would like a mentor. Like I would please be my mentor. Yeah, you know what though is like whenever I ask that question, it's like I have a question. I have that question written down to ask people because like every once in a while I get some really cool answers and I'll get some new insights. And uh, but I'm in the same boat as you because I'm like everyone now. Like if if they think they're like a coach or something like that, um, I almost feel kind of like cheated because I feel like there's a lot of mentors and like coaches out there, like air quotations, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then they're like, oh yeah, it's like, and it's like some ridiculous amount of money. Not that I'm opposed to paying like a coach some money or something, but I'm always like, yeah, but I need somebody who's like, you know, like who wants to be with, you know, well, free <laughs> and like who wants to be with me, like to see a success. Like that's what I feel like a mentor is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's more of like a friend who like sees potential yeah. on you and it's not like trying to necessarily make money off of you. Sure. Um, yeah. Also, to clarify, those who are listening, <laughs> I am interested in free mentorship. Right. <laughs> well, because I feel like, like, same here. I feel like, you know, that, that part of that relationship is wanting you to succeed, whether or not like this has anything to do with like monetary things. 
even though yeah. I've, I've, even though like personally, I've interviewed a lot of coaches and mentors, like a lot, a lot of people who charge for coaching. And I'm like, like, however you want to get your money, man, it's fine with me. And I want, and I'm curious to see how you built that up. And, and I like the grind, but, um, cause I, I, but like mentors are the people who like just, you know, they just yeah. in it with you. They got skin in the game. You know what I mean? Right. The, to me, those people are not necessarily mentors. And okay. I think coaching is just, is just a new, a better brand, like a softer brand of I'm your consultants. Like, do you yeah, want consulting? Yeah, like, because consult, <laughs> like that's what a consultant is. Like I'm paying yeah. you because you have more experience and you can guide me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. put me on Good the right point. path. Good point. Um, but there's also like life coaching and like all sorts of stuff. And I, I, I don't know. I never really subscribed to that. And who knows what, if, um, if I should or shouldn't, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I'm just kind of like a figure it out on my own guy and, and, yeah. and, and like just kind of nose to the ground and grind it out. I don't know. Yeah, well, dude. But yeah. I did no. listen to a podcast. Who, there was a guy, I forget what he, he just like made a, like millions and millions in the affiliate networking space. And he, That's he was like, I'm, I, I pay for coaching all day long. Like he's yeah. like left and right because, and again, it's, what is it? It's just consulting, but yeah, I pay for yeah. that because I don't, I, I want to expedite my potential. I want to expedite my thing. If I, I want to I make as little mistakes as possible. So like, Maybe yeah. we're the dumb ones, and maybe I should be paying for the coaching. <laughs> no, no, I'm no, making because no. I'm making plenty of mistakes. <laughs> well, I but don't have to be doing. But but I tell people when when they're like, you know, I make mistakes or I, I do this, I go, yeah, but like that's why I'm not a college bat, like a college basher or not college or not going to college basher is because like, you got to go to college twice. If you, if you go for a degree, like that's sweet, but then you always got, then you always end up at the school of hard knocks for me. Like you, you just end up there, man. They're all the, all the degree. Like I got, like, I tell people like two things that I got a degree in like problem solving. And then I got like a very specific generic degree. (laughs) Like, like it's just, you know what I mean? Cause you always end up, like having to go through the experience and having to do it yourself and like just, you know, just going through the whole process. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. So, so that, I mean, that's what I think. So like for you in your life, what does success look like for you? Like how do you define success in your business and your, in your life? Man, that is (laughs) quite the question. Yeah. Um, uh, let me think. Um, you can do your cool like Elon Musk pause, man. <laughs> um, what is success? Success is that li- that little bit of high when you when you when you when like I feel like entrepreneurship is honestly mostly lows. Like it's just most of this like yeah. Like, oh my gosh, did I just waste two years? You know, um, yeah, but yeah, then yeah, there's yeah. always these moments where it just like clicks and it happens and you, you know, you have, you hit, you have those sales that you needed and, and you, it finally works the way you want, or you found the right market fit. And I, I think that those are the moments where you feel successful, but a true entrepreneur and maybe I'm just not, haven't had success yet in my life to, to that degree, but where I'm just like chilling, chilling, but <laughs> I, I feel like I very rarely feel successful and I, I don't know what it is. Maybe, yeah. maybe when I, when I sell for my first, you know, 
$10 million company. I, I don't know, but yeah, 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 yeah. I think constantly I'm always reaching for that next thing and trying to grow and grow and grow and grow yeah. that I never actually truly feel successful long-term. I just feel moments. I, I, I savor the wins, you know, I yeah, savor, yeah. Hey, that was a win. Like, this is great. Like I feel great. I feel success. And then usually like that is, you know, that happens for a day or two and then reality hits again. Like, Hey, we still got to keep climbing. So yeah. Yeah. That I don't know if that answered your question, but well, I think it, well, I think it does because that's how I like, uh, like oddly enough, the way that you answered like success is how I answer success. Like, I don't think it's a destination for me. Like, I think it's just that growth. Like if I feel like I'm growing and I feel like I'm progressing, then I feel like I'm doing something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like, I feel like so many people are afraid to start their business or to like start their journey because you know, they're, they're like, there's no way I'm going to make a 10, you know, there's no way I'm going to make 10 million or I'm going to sell this or there's an exit or something like that. You know what I mean? And so they don't even try. And so I'm like, I'm like, well, you got to just go, man. You just got to move, you know, get out of your yeah. head and just, and, and that to me, that's success. Like if you can, like, if you can, uh, if you can just go, I feel like, phew, but you did more than half of the people out there. Yeah. I, I think like, the word miracle actually has like this like huge religious connotation, Ooh, but I yeah. think that there's, there's whether what, regardless of what you believe in miracles do happen and only happen when you're doing like you're doing, you know what I mean? Yeah, you have to yeah. be out here doing, you have yeah. to start, you have to like at least try and then, like miracles really do happen. Like things yeah. just happen. Things fall in yeah. place. Like the world yeah. wants, the world <laughs> rewards the person who's at least putting in effort. The world yeah. rewards effort. So, um, yeah, I, 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 like I think you're right. You have to, you have to get up, you have to try, you have to yeah. do it or it's not, not, or nothing will happen. Yeah. And if you try long and hard enough and you're willing to pivot when you realize that you're headed the wrong path, yeah. Uh, then usually miracles will end up falling in place. That's pretty cool, man. I like that because uh, a lot of that's what people come to this for. You know, they come to they come to hear this kind of stuff, and so I appreciate that. Let Let me ask you just a couple more, and then you know, and then we can wrap up. But uh, but I'm enjoying our time, dude. Like, I, you're a really cool guy, man. <laughs> I really like that. I mean, I mean, <laughs> you don't I, have to be. It's all right. You don't have to be humble. That's why I do this podcast. I I blast right. people, bro. I blast people. You're all right. All right. All right. Hey, but how do you stay uh, consistent? You know, so you were talking about. It's mostly lows, which I totally agree with. Like um, yeah. a lot of people, uh, I, I always tell people like um, the less, you know, getting into like entrepreneurship, the better you are, because if you really knew what it was, you probably wouldn't end up being there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so that's definitely true. So like, how do you, how do you stay consistent? Like, how do you just keep going? Cause I, I really don't like the word passion and I really don't like the word happy. Cause I think those are just I think people get lost in those meanings, but like, how do you stay consistent? How do you just keep going? Um, it's really helpful when your developer is leaning on <laughs> your company to feed his children. <laughs> so, hey, skin in the game, bro. I, I, honestly, skin I don't have, kids. I literally don't have one child that I know of, but like <laughs> I, I 100% like in my actual life, wake up and feel this weird urgent. I'm like, you have to, you like your, your partner in this business is literally relying on you to feed his children. Like, you know, like you can't, yeah. you can't slack, you know what I mean? So 
Wow. I guess finding a why, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. cause if it really up to me, I'd be lazy as heck. You know what I mean? I'd be, I don't <laughs> got anyone to feed but myself. Yeah. But, but, um, but no, that, that, that helps me be consistent, some sort of why. Um, but sometimes I'm not. I mean, sometimes yeah. Yeah. I'm more sometimes consistent than others and, you know, I'm doing my best, but, uh, like why? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I honestly don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's really the first thing that came to mind. Like, Hey, Jay's got to, <laughs> Jay's got to feed his kids. You well, that's good. Go, go sell whistle pitch. Yeah. Well, that's good though. I mean, like that's, that's something that a lot of, even, you know, again, like a lot of people like miss because they're like, you know, um, they might say something and, you know, they might, uh, they might be like, you know, like us on, on those days where you're like, man, I just can't do this today. You know what I mean? And I don't have anything to worry about. Right. Like me, sometimes I'll be like, you know, I got enough money to pay the bills. And so I'm like, why should I keep going? But like finding those reasons, like, but because that's a good one, dude, like people depend on you. Like you have a, responsibility to so there's I something really bigger. wish I had I wish I had a kid because I think I would hustle like I I think yeah. I'd be out here going even harder <laughs> so if it, uh, again if anyone's listening Heck yeah, man. Go. and would like to create a child together <laughs> I need more Roll motivation up. I Roll need up. more motivation for that's right yeah it's so funny. I had like a sales. So I had a sales manager one time, like when I, when I started in sales, he was always like, uh, <clears throat> what did he say? I can't remember, but the idea, he had some really cool like phrase that I can't even remember, but, but he would always go make you buy He made every new salesman go buy a car. Like, cause he would hire like 18, 19, 20 year olds who like just didn't have anything. You know what I mean? He's like, all right, if you want to work for me, you got to go buy a car. Like, and it's got to be a loan or something like that because he would be like, because if you have something that you like and that you need to pay for, he's like, you're going to be a little more motivated to, to sell and, and you'll get the taste for it. So I was I like, like that. So I went and bought I a car, that. dude. <laughs> my first car. What kind, of, what kind of car did you get? It was a dude. It was one of my old sales manager's cars. It was like, but it was pretty sweet, dude. I thought it was cool at the time. I was like, it was a 2011 Hyundai Sonata, but it was like a limited with like the panoramic sunroof and stuff. Cool. And yeah, and guess, and I did, I never missed a payment, dude. Cause I was like, cause I was so scared, bro. I was like, oh my gosh, dude, how my wife is going to kill me. I'm never going to pay for this thing. And so I just had to go sell. So we went out and sold, man, made it work. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta have a why. There you, you go. Be motivated. Yeah. Whether, whether it's uh whether it's children or, or other stuff. Cause I thought that was a really weird thing. I was like, why do you want to go? Can, can I just sell for you? He's like, no, you'll never, he's like, you'll never feel that urgency like that, like that hunger, you know, like I have to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and that's a powerful, that's a powerful feeling, man. I, I really like that. So, um, well, cool dude. Well, I appreciate you jumping on with me. I, I hope you had a good time and, uh, um, yeah. tell people, tell people how they can get a, like a hold of, uh, whistle pitch and, and everything else that you're doing, man, everything else that you yeah, want them if, to know. If, if anyone wants to, um, schedule a demo, it would, it actually would be with me directly. Um, just go to whistlepitch.com and fill out a, like, just click schedule a demo. We have some more information there, but, cool. um, yeah, would love to see if it's, could be a tool that your business could, uh, could use. That's great, dude. Well, thank you so much for joining me, man. And, uh, is it, let me ask you this. Is there anything that we didn't talk about that you wanted to talk about? Anything you want to, you want to shout out or say? Um, 
Just that, like, I'm single, man. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yes, sir. Single, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so send me those referrals. Slide <laughs> in the DMs. I'm looking for a wife. Uh, yes, sir. That's sick, man. I, dude, you're awesome. Thank you so much for being here, man. Let me. All right. uh, hey, I appreciate. I appreciate you bringing me on. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you.